0: Okay, hello everyone. Uh, Welcome to Ending Cafe. My name is Dustin Hubbard. I'm going to be your guest host tonight. Uh, And I am here with uh, two amazing co-hosts, guests to speak about tonight's movie. I have Jonathan Moody with me. How are you tonight, Jonathan?
1: Good. How are you doing, Dustin?
0: I'm great. I'm doing real good. And we also have Cameron Scott here. How's it going, Cameron?
2: Um, uh, I'm, I'm doing better than anybody that
0: is in this movie is doing. <laughs> <Out>. <laughs> well, that, that being said, tonight's movie is gonna be Ghost House, uh, which is a movie I saw many years ago back when I was a kid. I remember renting this on VHS from one of my local video stores, and I found it to be a fascinating movie, uh, with a lot of question marks. <laughs> But, I had never
3: seen it before.
0: Oh, wow, even even better. So it's it's a definitely a, a fascinating movie to watch. I think, especially for a first time. So uh, yeah, and especially
1: like I'm I'm not really that into. well, I'm not not into, but I'm not really as familiar with Italian cinema. Um, but I I know about it, and I've watched some you know uh, obviously zombie and uh uh suspiria and stuff but not like this
0: yeah it's it's definitely a, a unique film so um, but uh i guess we're gonna take a quick break and listen to some mood music mood and we'll music. right back And we're back. Yeah, we are. All right, guys. So, Ghost House.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was a movie.
0: It was. It's a. It's a. Uh, what did you think of the plot of Ghost House? Uh,
1: can, anyone, a, can anyone can anyone sum up the plot? Like Cameron, tell us what the plot of this
2: movie is. It's part poltergeist, part Amityville horror. With a splash of Evil Dead and a whole lot of ham radio, I don't know if that's really a plot. But <laughs> a, I, I guess it's kind of like a precursor to things like The Conjuring and, uh, and movies like that. You know, it's a, it has to do with a omnipotent spirit that you know come back because there's you know there's some they got to come to some sort of resolution. But you know, the, I'm using Ironic, plot yeah. loosely.
0: <laughs> Ironically, the only. You know, the the radio is ham, but it's not the only thing that's hammy in this movie. (laughs) Ooh. Ooh. So, so, because there's a a very strange tone to this movie, a very loose plot, I think, with, you know, we get our ham radio guy who gets a weird transmission that he records, and he tracks it with his his girlfriend to a... strange derelict house uh, where randomly some young folk are just deciding to have a vacation and have their camper parked right next to the house.
1: Huh. Right by bad. a cemetery, too. Like,
0: Why uh, not? Ironically, the house by the cemetery, because this is the same location that was where House by the Cemetery was shot.
1: I did not know that, and so I was going to say, were they going to call this movie the House by the Cemetery, but that was already taken.
0: It should have been ghost house by the cemetery. (laughs) (laughs) Where were you
2: when they were coming up with that title?
0: That's, we need to make that term uh,
2: The term vacationing and, and, you know, relaxing very loosely, they they could really just be called squatting. Yeah, like, what are they doing?
0: Because they're not really doing anything vacation-y, they just park next to this house, Jim Dallin goes upstairs and plugs his radio in, and that's basically, like, all they're doing. Mm
1: -hmm. So were you familiar with any of the actors at all?
0: Personally, yes. I remember The coroner was in another film, I believe, that was from the same production team. Uh, A lot of these... American Italian co-production type films where the Italian crews come to America and shoot these films and uh, in, in America were made by the same a lot of the same people and they employed a lot of the same people so I remember the coroner being in uh, witchery as okay. well
1: because you know I was getting very troll two vibes from this movie it,
0: that's why oh, yeah. yeah a lot of the yeah. same a lot of the same type of people and the lead actress was uh, uh, uh i forget her name um laura wendell i believe yeah laura wendell she was also one of the leads in the same team's film killing birds which is also known as zombie five with robert vaughn
2: oh, zombie <laughs> five.
0: yeah uh,
1: so. i love i love how they just changed the titles like originally this was going to be evil dead uh 3 or something? Yeah,
0: Evil Dead 3. Basically, it, it was sold as La Casa 3, which in, in Italy, the Evil Dead films were sold as basically The House uh, 1 um, and 2. And then... So what did they
1: do about the movie House? You know, they, 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 they did, did not the call house. it The
2: House?
0: They, that's what they did. Yeah, uh, who knows, but you know, they did this. This was technically known as uh, La Casa 3, and then Witchery was made it was also known as la casa four in some areas it was actually known as witchcraft and beyond darkness was known as la casa five
1: well the main girl in this i loved her by the way i thought she was adorable she wasn't a great actress but she was adorable
0: (laughs) yeah she was she was was also in argento's tenebrae
1: that's what i was i saw and i was like i need to watch that because i've never actually seen it yet yet
0: she infamously I'm not going to name the title because I don't think that I can pronounce it, but when she was a very young woman too she also acted in a film that was very controversial and banned in many countries it was, uh, it, it
1: was nudity it, right it was
0: deemed it was deemed child pornography, yeah and well, I
1: mean you can't have children yeah. I don't remember <laughs> how
0: old, I don't remember how old she was, but she was very young and That's it disgusting. Caused, caused a big stir so
1: that's that's disgusting i don't know i'm not really big fan of of uh of hearing that kind of
2: stuff you know
0: you're not a big fan of child pornography neither am i i
2: don't i hope none of us are so i
0: would
2: would hope nobody here is
0: but i mean this this was really the only thing i was familiar with her from for years so I, i didn't become as adept to the argento filmography until a bit later in life and um took me a bit longer to discover the zombie film series so
1: she's also in a movie called ring of darkness which is not the david dakota of ring of darkness
0: sadly uh, it is not the, no. <laughs> the <go-to one.
1: laughs> um so yeah i okay cameron did you so, have you seen this before
2: I've seen it a couple of times. Uh, It has been probably 25, 30 years since I've watched it. Uh, I watched two, maybe three times. It wasn't one of my favorite Italian horrors now. Like, you know, me, I love Italian horror. I love Argento. I love Pulitzer. I love Umberto Lenzi, who directed this. He did a lot of schlock and stuff. And this movie, you know, it does have, you know, some uh, Italian horror movie royalty. I mean, our lead actress, you know, of course, was in Tenebra, one of the best Argento movies. And uh, the guy who plays Valkos in this, Donald O'Brien, played Dr. Butcher, M.D. Yeah, you know. So I mean, that, that's a horror movie royalty as far as I'm concerned. But it had been a long time since I'd seen this, and when you uh, had told me, you, you know, that this is the one that you had picked us, and I was just like, okay, I like the cut of your jib. Something I hadn't seen in that <laughs> decades? Your shit. Really you in a Tarantino <laughs> movie. <laughs> <laughs> you actually say
1: that normally like i like the cut of your jib or is that just something you just i say it at? all the time oh my god oh, yeah. that's a i've
2: said it probably since i was uh, a teenager
1: so the the director um umberto Lindsay, who also went by um I forgot, what was his other nickname What is it's like humphrey something Humphrey. Like
0: something Al- he was billed as like Humbert Humphreys or something like that. Yeah. Humphrey Humbert. Humbert. Oh my god! A very, a very American name.
1: <laughs> was, he was was also, he trying to do like Humphrey Bogart? And he was just yeah. like Humphrey. Well,
0: with well, well, a lot of these movies, they would try and they would try and anglicize them and try and make them make it sound like they're very white production companies to try and you know make viewers more welcomed to to watch them and not trick them into thinking they're watching a foreign film that's probably you know mostly dubbed there's a lot of these kinds of films too in some cases were shot and all all the dialogue was in some cases i don't know if this movie was one of them but in some cases movies like this would be shot and they really wouldn't even record audio because they would sell it to a bunch of different territories and read out it
1: so you did a movie called Cannibal Ferox. Is that, like, related to Cannibal, um, Holocaust?
0: No. But it's it's one of those movies that kind of, I believe, came as you know, sort of the fallout from that, that when, you know, everyone started going crazy for cannibal films, so.
2: Hey, um, I and mean, he directed my, my, one of my favorite fucking, uh, sorry. Drop that bomb. Sorry. But, uh, uh, Nightmare City, you know, yeah. is one of my favorites. Nightmare
0: City is an amazing movie.
1: I've never seen that. God damn it! There's so much. There's so many movies out there. I need to watch. I, probably I the probably, probably full the full
0: early, of- that movie is probably the earliest instance. Correct me if I'm wrong, Cameron, of um, a zombie film where the zombies actually like brandish weapons.
2: <laughs> yeah, they brandish weapons and they. They command vehicles and big airplanes. I mean, yeah. they, they kind of do a little bit of everything. It's uh, yeah. one of the first instances, I think, of running zombies. Long before yeah. you know, 28 days later.
1: Um, oh, yeah, definitely. Well, I know. We watched uh, Return of the Living Dead. So when was that? When does that mean? The uh, Nightmare Cities? 1980, I believe. Okay. Yeah. So uh, you predated
2: it by at least four years.
1: Four years. So four years... Uh, was Return of the Living Dead, and those were the first time that people said brain, like wanted brains, you know. So each each time in the eighties, they were trying to fix the zombie stuff so it's different because they did have running zombies in Return of the Living Dead because I remember seeing them run after the uh, the cops and stuff or whatever, you know. Some bum of the rush best ones. zombies
2: ever committed to celluloid, man.
1: Yeah, uh, I I'm gonna. Yep. Say- I want to say a good zombie movie these days. There really isn't any.
2: <laughs> no,
1: I think it's hard. You know, like it's hard to do something now because it's sort of already been done. You know, the last
2: real original one I saw was called Cargo. It's a Netflix movie that came out, but it's, it's been about two or three years. What was but called are- Cargo? Cargo. Yeah, there's Martin <laughs> Freeman in it. It's, uh, I don't want to ruin anything for you, but it's got a, like a, a nice little twist to the story. You know, it's just about it. I don't want, I don't want to ruin it for you. You got to go, go into it just not knowing anything. Okay.
0: Sadly, you know, the I think the last zombie movie that I saw that I would say was really amazing was, or at least was definitely original. I do love 28 Weeks Later. I think that's a far superior film to Days Later, but there was an three, indie, three. Movie, there was an indie movie called Pontypool. I've
2: oh, heard of that. Oh, Pontypool, Pontypool, right?
0: Canadian film, yep. Uh, it is a low-key masterpiece about a, a kind of a shock jockey radio DJ who's, you know, holed up in his radio station broadcasting during during a zombie outbreak and it's all told from inside the radio station the zombies are in the story but you almost see nothing but they're not the kind of it's not the kind of infection you think it is either i can't really say more than that without giving it away
1: and they're not ham radios exactly right like, the, I mean, all that the was the DJ thing about this. I didn't know much. Of, I don't know much about ham radios. Honestly. I don't
0: even, uh, to be honest, I still don't even know what a ham radio is. So,
1: it, it seems, I mean, what was, okay, so what What was his job?
0: Like, you know? Is like ham radio just like doing, like creating your own like rogue radio broadcast? Yeah. Like, without like, having a station, you just kind of like do whatever you want. Well,
1: they were all communicating with each other.
0: I mean, they're talking about important topics. Important topics like who's more who's more famous in Boston right now, Kim Bassinger or Kelly LeBrock?
1: Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I think that's the only time I've ever heard
2: Kelly LeBrock actually named in a movie. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, first time you'll ever, and last time you'll ever hear her name dropped. Yeah. Well, <laughs> oh, unless I, 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 do I do it, it in James one of my movies that was big into ham radios when i was uh you know we went to high school together and uh, he used to use it just to talk to people in like other countries and like people in hawaii and alaska and i'm like so, so it's like a phone but the radio and he's like no no it's like it's over radio waves so i'm like so it's it's like a cell phone but is this it's a radio it's, it's the same thing it's just just to talk to people and kind of do a pump up the volume i guess you know kind of uh mm-hmm like you said a uh, like uh happy harry hard on <laughs> radio disc jockey kind of shit but i don't know I, 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 the worst thing that they could come up with is who is uh, more popular ken basinger or kelly lebrock I, mean, I, guess pretty, okay, so I guess it's pretty harmless
1: who, you know who would you guys say is more famous okay
0: so there's no there's no question. <laughs>
1: Kim, Kim, Kelly Kim. LeBrock
0: all day long, Kim. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> well, I mean now nowadays, yeah, but in Kim. the eighties, like eighty, it was eighty-eight. Still, still yeah. Kim. Still
2: Kim.
0: I, I. It's weird because I almost felt like rewatching it too and hearing that line because that line always stuck with me. Was like it feels like it was really on the cusp of Kim being a thing. I could I could be misremembering, and Kelly Olynyk definitely being on her her downturn <laughs> to a degree. And and I don't
1: know. Same, I guess around the age, same time,
0: adult film. No. So,
1: did she really
2: ever go up?
0: No, no,
2: <laughs> <laughs> she did that. Feel bad because wasn't she science
1: yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Where
3: weird science is the only thing I remember her from.
0: I remember her doing a female western for Jim Wynorsky in the early nineties called called Hard Bounty. And I yeah. think that's the last major like r- like lead I remember her having.
1: That's 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 when your life is going down. When Jim Wynorski <laughs> is asking you to, to be in in the Thank movie, you. you're like, oh shit, is
2: female, it come to this?
0: Female gunslinger. <laughs>
2: I the, love Jim the difference but like- between the, two, the difference between the two is Kelly LeBrock ended up doing Jim Winorski movies and Ken Basinger did LA Confidential and won an Oscars. That's the difference. Exactly. <laughs>
0: and, and Kelly was married to unfortunately Steven Seagal. <laughs> we
2: trying not to hold that against her.
0: <laughs> and Ken was married to Alec Baldwin? I don't know. I get I think they both may be lost in that. <laughs>
1: That I don't know nowadays Kim Basinger is doing uh you know stuff like uh, f- uh fifty shades freed you know um Ugh. and things like that i I think we saw saw her in something that looked really terrible um I don't know maybe I'm thinking of something somebody else
0: these are the important topics that people need to discuss more. So,
2: I agree, man. <laughs> what and Kelly LeBrock doing. This week?
0: I'm glad they understood, you know, and and with the ham radio thing too. It's funny because I think one thing that when I've heard people talk about this movie, the one thing that nobody ever really seems to question or want to address is. So he he the lead dude whose character name I don't remember, he... So, Paul catches a futuristic transmission via the ham radio, and hears an event that hasn't happened yet, and he traces the signal of something that didn't happen yet to the ghost house.
1: So, like, was the ghost
2: house wanting
3: him to come?
0: I don't know. Maybe I
2: I, kind of figured that's out what was going on because I can't figure out like why, even though he got that weird transmission with the guy, you know, talking on it and the screaming, why he would go to investigate, triangulate his position and like figure out where it was coming from. Like, why did it matter? Like, unless Henriette was leading him there.
0: But how would she know that he would be that much of a go-getter and like give two shits to hunt it down, you know?
2: because he asked the important questions Kim versus Kelly <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I don't know I'm, I'm, I'm grabbing here and
1: so. uh, you just you're trying to figure it out and stuff I don't know you're um I was so
2: slightly less confusing than Halloween ends uh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah actually well I, I prefer this over Halloween ends any day i I just <laughs>
0: I, I i love this movie it's like it's weird and stupid it doesn't really make any sense but like it's never really boring the acting is hilarious it's got some got some pretty decent kills i think the clown doll was actually really terrifying looking i don't i don't like that at all the little girl's weird and creepy it's got a it's got a unique tone to it, i think it's not a great like a classic, but it, I think it's got a lot of stuff going for it that make it interesting to watch.
2: But the one thing that I i, I, I gotta mention is it, it commits what I call a bozo no no in the beginning. You get a, a dead cat, which the creepy kid is just creepy as shit. It's like, oh, yeah. how dare you do this? this? Is your birthday, and this is like it would have been okay if she had killed the cat not on her birthday. <laughs>
0: How would you do this to one of God's creatures, and then he like locks her in the basement or something?
2: Well, you know, it, it, this is is it, pretty much like if, if Italy got together with a co-American production and decides to make an Amityville horror <laughs> ripoff.
0: Yeah,
2: it, it's it's kind of that that mode. You know, as much as I love the Italian cinema stuff, yeah, a lot of it is very. Uh, rip off each of other movies, you know? Oh, yeah. They
0: they definitely always made it a point to try and emulate the popular stuff and bleed it (laughs) for whatever profit they could. (laughs)
2: Yeah, milk it dry, yeah.
0: And it's weird because even though, you know, you can say, like, people like, obviously, Argento and, you know, Bava and people like that are, like, the Italian gods, but, like... (laughs) I always, as a viewer, always leaned more towards these weird American-Italian co-production type films and, like, shit, Lindsay made, because they always were just very strangely structured, fever-dreamish type bullshit. Fever dream is a good way to put it. A lot of these movies
2: are just. Extended fever dreams.
0: Yeah, and and along the lines of stuff like, you know, Bruno Mattei and Claudio Fragasso, and just more people like that, sort of like, I don't know the...
2: (laughs) Oh, Claudio. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: The low-tier Italian games.
2: (laughs) Claudio made one of my favorite... Bad, like bad, bad movies. I shouldn't love this movie as much as I do, but I love it. I'm going to mention it here because it needs to be mentioned. Monster Dog. Oh yeah, That's an insane amount of love for, for yeah. Monster Dog for making one of the well, making the only movie that Alice Cooper ever headlined.
0: Yeah, and you know, I feel like didn't didn't it wasn't it Bruno Mattei and Claudio Fergasso in some levels both had made. Night Killer. Have you ever seen that one?
2: Yes. Oh, I've seen Night Killer. I own it. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I I will never forget the first time that I watched that after it had come out uh, on Blu-ray, and I watched it with Clint Kelly, and I was so confused as to what was (laughs) going on, and it it just kept blowing my mind in the weirdest ways, so I'm sorry, because that movie, too, the, the lead actor, Peter Hooten, he lives in my city.
2: Oh, right, and he's still alive.
0: He is, yeah, he lives in Sarasota somewhere. He supposedly lives, like, within a ten-mile radius of my house. <laughs> so, I tried to contact him, but he never gets back to me.
2: Have you ever seen one by Lindsay called "The Cynics, The Rat, and The Fist"?
0: No, but I like that title.
2: Oh, it's uh, again it's one I want to try to tell you about, but I don't know how to tell you about it without ruining it. Yeah, it's more of a it's more of a crime thriller. You know, it's one of those hard, hardened Italian crime thrillers. Yeah. a lot of a lot of cocaine a lot of a lot of drunk drunkenness going on a lot of smoking cigarettes and J.D. Yeah. So yeah
0: yeah well a lot of these kinds of movies too especially from the Italians seem to always kind of skirt that kind of storyline or tone of being procedurals as well or having a you know like a police procedural kind of thing. This movie has a small dash of that too with the the cop guy. But they don't oh, really. What it.
2: an NF cop! What a fucking NF cop! It's like for <laughs> real. <laughs> yeah, he's he, all the wrong times.
0: Yeah, and he doesn't really accomplish much of jack shit either. So.
2: Yeah, he, he, he's more ineffectual than the cops that show up in pieces.
0: Yeah, and he's totally okay with just being like, "Oh yeah, we found the uh, the killer, hanged himself in the cemetery. <laughs> we found him two hours ago." Uh, and they're like, wait, uh, he, Valkos didn't kill all these people. And he's like, what am I going to tell them? Ghosts did it?
2: <laughs> yeah, he's just going to shut down the investigation. And I think it's what Paul says to uh, uh, what, what's her name? Martha? Yeah. It's like, you know, you can't ever tell anybody about this. Or, or I think no, uh, no, what's her name? It says it to Susan.
3: To I'm Susan, yeah.
2: That's right, I got the names mixed up. It's like, you can't ever tell anybody about this because they're going to think you're crazy. Yeah, I guess so. And it's like, no, tell people, write a book, make some money, do stuff. Yeah, and, and it's funny because they don't
0: say goodbye or anything. She just, like, starts the engine and drives off and is just, like, gone. And I'm like, I feel like if there were a character that should have just, like, died, like, just they should have just killed her, too, because her whole posse was dead. <laughs> so... <laughs> They should have just offed her, too, and added one more to the the body count tally, in my opinion.
2: So am I right that they left the the RV behind?
0: Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, she totally just, like, kisses everything. She just gets on the motorcycle and Well, it was
1: broken, wasn't it? (laughs)
0: It was broken down, but the the brother in the, the jean jacket went to go get the part to fix it. Well, I say
1: the brother in the jean jacket, because we really don't know their names in the
3: movie.
0: Yeah, I, they're the, uh, sadly probably the only character I ever remember. I remember Henrietta and I remember Tina. Those are the only two character names I ever remember in this movie.
1: I think it's because they say oh. Tina 20,000 times.
0: And Jim Dallin. I'm Jim Dallin.
2: <laughs> hey, oh, he first dude. shows up, he's like pointing a knife at him or whatever it is, or a screwdriver at him. Like after a while, after they're introduced, they even play the tape, it's like put the knife down, quit pointing that shit at you, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, well I just love how he did the, he said, Yeah, hi, I'm Jim Dallin. You
1: know, or whatever. Like <laughs> he he throws it in a normal conversation, but it doesn't sound normal at all.
3: <laughs> like it,
1: it sounds kind
0: of- there's this amazing movie. Uh, I believe it was uh, uh, it's a wine coup movie that he did back in the day called Lost Faith. Have you ever seen that?
3: I own it. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. He, he, everywhere he goes,
0: like, hey, man, I'm Steve Nakoda. Everywhere, like, everyone he comes in contact, hey, I'm Steve Nakoda. <laughs> like, he just keeps saying it, like, he keeps introducing himself.
1: Um, I mean, and technically, I don't know if you would do that necessarily, but. You know, it it is good so that the audience knows his name, you know. Yeah,
0: but it's weird. Yeah, I don't – I'm not like, hey, I'm Dustin Hubbard. Nice to meet you. <laughs>
1: like, I'm going to do that at the convention this weekend. I'm going to walk up to everybody and go, hi, I'm Jonathan Moody. Hi, I'm Jonathan Moody. Hi, I'm Jonathan Moody. They're going to be like, who? I don't care. <laughs>
0: yeah, you're Jonathan Moody, but who the fuck are you? That's what they'd be thinking, like <laughs> –
1: like who the fuck do you think you are coming up to me and just
2: shaking my hand and saying hi? I'm Jonathan Moody. Yeah.
0: You know?
2: Would you be shaking their hand with a skeleton hand like that, fucking Pepe?
0: Pe- yeah, Pepe. What a great, what a great character, Pepe. He lifted five dollars off Martha with a with like a generic like. <laughs> Halloween
2: city huh? Um, yeah. Um. yeah,
0: and. And it's fascinating through the way people describe things in this because when Tina's trying to tell Su- Susan and the, her this Susan's boyfriend like there was a guy and he had a skeleton hand and they're like yeah sure you always lie and it's like why isn't she saying that it was like a, a prop like gag thing that he was using he did, he himself did not have a hand that was a skeleton
3: like well I think
0: descriptions of not being very thorough like when the guy says oh yeah he kept a doll that was supposed to be buried with a dead child i'd be like he kept a creepy clown doll like it feels like they're not being forthright with information when they're explaining things in this movie No, no, no. no, no. everything's very vague
1: um but i did like him like but i thought like all right this is so random they put the guy up they drop him off you know and the first thing he says is like, "Do you guys believe in ghosts?"
3: <laughs>
1: what, like,
0: I God. what I love is that when guy. he gets to, he gets to the house and he bumps into Tina and she's like freaking out and he's like, "Here, you want a bite?" And he pulls out his Mister Good Bar and he tries to like make her take a bite. And she's like, "Uh," uh-uh. and he's like, "Come on, man, it's good for you."
2: <laughs> yeah it's already got a bite taken out of it yeah it's like, like already I don't want your spit bags. yeah it's got, he, it's, it's, it's got
0: his nasty germs all over it it's
2: got his nasty germs all
1: over it on top of that I I would have thought I would have literally thought it could be poison
0: and yeah. he, was, he was the victim of one of the most idiotic like I don't know if you'd call it a trope but like situations in a horror movie where I am always I find it hilarious and irritating at the same time when you open a door and there's just the dead person standing on the other side of the door waiting to fall in, because you don't stand
3: <laughs> dead.
1: Well and she we opens never the door and Pepe just
0: falls through dead.
1: We never saw him, right? Like uh die. We never yeah. we never got to see that. Yeah,
2: his, his his murder was off was off screen.
1: Yeah, which yeah. kinda sucks because like yeah. honestly, all the murders were the best thing about this movie.
2: Yeah, and the kills are good. The thing about this movie, were like it was like the opening ten minutes, and the, and the last like ten minutes, like were just filled with so much fucking craziness. Like I got to ask, like I, I don't know what the purpose of this was, but maybe you guys, one of you guys knows what was up with Mag- Maggot Face Skeletor? You know that was in this movie. <laughs> okay, it's
0: <laughs> randomly like it's randomly like death is in the house. It's like the fucking Grim Reaper or something. I thought
1: that, I thought that too, I, but I also part of the movie. I thought it was also the dude that uh died, you know, with the acid. You know, I thought that's what it was. Oh, it, was
3: yeah.
1: it was the acid guy's face. The guy that fell
0: through the guy that the floor? Yeah. No, because he No, I no, he, I no. think
1: I think it was. Because like remember she tried to attack him. Like she Well like, she ended up stabbing him
0: up. with the shears.
1: Right.
2: So I and think what got, I thought it happened and is he's coming after her it. for that. Yeah, I don't know. He's dressed he like
0: 30 gallons of Yeah he like fell through the floor under, like a giant vat of jizz And so then like
3: the, the Grim Reapers,
0: so that he's, he's dressed like the Grim Reaper To me like I don't know I never Took that as being like the the Dead jean jacket dude I always just Figured like this is another weird thing like Like the ghost dog that just shows up Yeah like, they <laughs> so,
3: like,
1: Why didn't he make, make it a ghost, ghost cat? hat because the cat died
0: there well like they throw the like was it wasn't like a candle stick or something at the at the doberman and it just it kind of like shrinks and like disappears into the dog it never even right. hits the. yeah
1: but i was thinking like they should have done a ghost cat because the cat died in the beginning of the movie that girl killed the cat which i think mm-hmm. which i think was like probably one of my like that's one of my least favorite things in the world is to see animals dead you know in movies or whatever so when i saw yeah, it my i was least just
2: favorite like, part of this movie was the dead cat the beginning that's a bozo no-no right there
1: yeah to me that's a no-no so i was just like i don't i don't i don't like that in the beginning of a movie you know like it, it already starts to make me go okay then that means like they can kill off the you know
2: but For me, it was it was easier to take at the beginning of the movie because to me, like it, I knew, like once that was over, that like that was the worst part of the movie. Everything else was creep was smooth as cream cheese. After that, it was just n- not a problem. I like I can get past this, I'll get past anything, and I can get past Magneto Skeletor. I I know it probably is the Grim Reaper. Now that you mention it, Dustin, because it just makes sense, but i'm so i'm just still gonna call maggie skeletor
0: it just makes sense to me in the scope of just like the ape shit and nonsense that happens in this house like
1: all of it all of it was crazy um dead cats Maggoty, it skeletor just everything there was, it, it was devil dog. yeah <laughs> There was just so much that happened Um, and most of it would happen when the the girl would be around. What was it with that song or whatever? I love how
0: how they say it's a song, but it doesn't sound like a song to me. It sounds, it sounds like weird gibberish to me with like a melody to it.
1: It doesn't even have a melody to it because all it's
3: saying is like rah, rah,
0: rah, rah. It's, it's got that like, the... like
3: something
2: that was
0: being played backwards. and then it's like rah, 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 rah. it sounds like someone talking underwater, basically.
2: I, I thought it was uh, that sooner or later because I was so unfamiliar with this, we hadn't been a couple of decades since I'd seen it. I thought it was going to come out in the wash that it was they were going to play the message backwards and then it was going to make, make it into something because so that's what it sounded like. Some yeah. people talking with notes playing backwards is why it didn't sound like music.
0: They'll, they'll, do, that
2: really in,
0: they'll do that in Return to Ghost House.
2: <laughs> Dude! Which I am
1: retur- writing right now. <laughs> <laughs> make, make it, guys. Make Return to Ghost House. I'd watch yeah, that. You, you guys probably
0: don't remember, but a few years back there was the threat of a remake of this movie. Do you remember that?
1: No. The threat you of do it? Tell.
0: The threat of a remake. Okay. So Who's gonna
1: make it?
0: The threat of a remake. Who loves to make remakes?
1: Oh no. Yes, oh no. No, 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 no.
0: Yes, it's exactly who you think.
1: Oh
0: god. They, so raised a, they raised a lot of money to do so too, but then it never happened. And I will I will further take the Grim Reapers stepped to the next level because in that version they they had actually cast Paul T. Taylor, uh, Hellraiser Judgment Pinhead, as Death.
1: As Death? Yep. So they would have just... did the, They would have had the same character from the ending in the movie? Probably,
0: probably a much larger part. Larger
2: <laughs> part.
1: I, no, because then that... Would he would he have his face covered? Uh huh. <laughs> because I would not like, you can't give a role like that to to, to Paul, you know? Like
0: no. I mean look at where he went anyway. He just like was in a Friday fan film, so I mean
1: Hey look, those are getting really
2: big right now. Just saying. They sure. are but I-, I hold it against him more for being in the Hellraiser judgment. To be quite opposite to what's the worst, worst television movie that is. What? Bananas? Bananas fault. Yeah. Okay, okay. Just... okay. Hellworld is probably the worst.
0: Hell World is. A bothersome film i think that judgment is an okay movie i i think that paul taylor is a decent pinhead he just has nothing to do in the movie it's like the movie where it's hellraiser in a house and he's basically pinheads just sitting in his chair for the whole movie like while king other king people... pinhead kind of yeah and, like Cyanobites are like operating the the the, they're running the operation downstairs and he's just kind of chilling in the bedroom upstairs. But I think he does okay in it. He's better than Great Valley and Head from Revelations.
2: Revelations. You know, I already <laughs> forgot about that one. You know, I think it back. Revelations probably is the first one. Wasn't that amazing? But I'll I say one of those three that I mentioned are probably yeah. the best ones.
0: <laughs> but I think I think Revelations is better than people give it credit for because plot line plot line wise, it's the most in theme with Barker's concepts. They just didn't have Doug Bradley, and they had like a tenth of the budget. And, like, the first 10 or 15 minutes are found footage, so it gets a lot of shit. But I think it's actually a pretty solid movie. It's just when you get to those pinhead parts and it's, like, this pudgy dude who looks like he's doing a really bad cosplay,
2: it just falls apart. I, I, I want to go it's back – to a real... great value brand. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt you.
1: Oh, no, it's – okay. It's a great value brand.
2: <laughs> uh,
1: the Walmart. Um, yeah, Walmart know.
2: brand. Dollar General brand.
1: <laughs> um so uh i want to go back to the ghost house remake so they were gonna remake this yes. uh and they got the money to do it and they the, or raised they, a lot of money
0: i believe they raised a fair share of money and what the money was for was to actually acquire the rights to actually uh to get the rights to do the remake and i wonder
1: they, how much the how much it was how much was it to get the rights. It was a
0: few a few thousand. Just a few
1: thousand, really?
0: I'm not I'm not sure of an exact number, but it was it was a handful of thousands. Oh. Yeah. And uh, I remember there being kind of a panic to like I have this much time to get this much, you know, and kind of pandering to, to get donations. And they got it. But then the movie itself never materialized. I think it's still on IMDb, if you looked it up. Possibly. Uh, it, was, it was on there, though, but I don't know if it's still there. Uh it you know, could I'm going to look uh,
2: it up while we're talking and see it could talking. just be one of
0: those projects that maybe fell through and never actually came to fruition because they're, the same filmmaker has had other things along those lines that never actually uh, materialized.
1: Okay. Well, it, did, uh, it doesn't look like it's uh, on IMDB anymore, so... Yeah, but that's it
3: might be
0: no, it
1: Would it be under the same title? Which I
0: I don't. It, uh yeah, it, it should be the best. Now uh, let's see. Now I'm going to do my detective work here as well just <laughs> for
1: This is this is the fascinating <laughs> stuff that happens on I uh indie <laughs> <Y-Fant> cafe. <laughs>
0: Hey, there's always.
2: We're, we're, do, we're doing yeah. the hard work so that you folks at home don't have
0: to. Exactly. You, know, you
2: guys can do it
1: at home, too, if you
2: want.
0: Exactly. Mm, let's see here.
2: Yeah, I don't see it anywhere.
1: Well, I see on Indiegogo. I see the Indiegogo. Yeah. Um. Yep. It's exactly what I thought it was. Yep. It's exactly what
3: it was. Yep.
1: Oh, God. They were trying to oh, raise totally. fifty grand for it?
3: <laughs>
1: oh, they're uh, raising initial funds to pay cast for upfront, as well as our special effects.
3: Uh,
1: Goddamn! Oh well, yes, yeah, so
0: yeah. So it's no longer on IMDb, so it probably uh, isn't a thing anymore. So, which is which is good. This movie. I don't think you could justify with a remake. Uh, I think it's it's such a weirdly unique, just specific thing that I think trying to recreate some of the weird fever dreamishness nonsense of this movie would only kind of just ruin the effect, I think.
1: Well, I wonder who owns the rights now. That I don't know yeah i i wonder who like <clears throat> because uh yep all right well oh well i'm just glad it's it's not happening right now with that with said person but who knows he may someday get the money to do it you know
3: yeah.
2: uh, somebody you can't somebody have remake it
3: somebody yeah, should remake say, it as long
2: as people like that are, are remaking movies like this we're not allowed
0: to have like yeah. <laughs> I really I really personally, I don't I don't think a movie like this would benefit from a remake I think it's a very uniquely specific and eccentric film that just exists in its own little time capsule of you know like 1987 88ish I don't I don't think adapting it to a modern day and uh, trying to recreate some of the the bizarre mindfuckery of what's going on, and it would really work. And if it did work, it would have to be—I um, don't want to throw people under the bus—but it would have to be done by a very skilled filmmaker.
1: Well, I mean, somebody who you know, because what I really liked about this film, honestly. This goes back to I don't like the movie Witch House, you know. Which the first one, you know, the second and third I'm I'm a big fan of, but the first one was boring to me. I, I'm not a fan of like people just hanging out in the house, like you know, like if this movie were all a ghost house, everybody's just in the house, I yeah. would be bored as shit. Because yeah. and even in that movie, not everything happens in the house. Uh, which yeah. it's a little confusing because like how can it go to the, you know, other areas? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, and she's not even her body's not even in the house. It's, she's in the like mausoleum, you know, or yeah. whatever. So like, it's it, she she died there. I guess though she died in the house. That makes sense. Yeah, haunting like the RV at one point. Made no sense to me because I'm like, wait, why? How how can her powers go all the way? Does that mean she can literally go anywhere and attack anybody at any time?
0: No, she just wasn't a fan of Lipton tea. Like, <laughs> well, she
2: was happy oh, you saw that the TV. Tea in the background, would you? Yeah.
0: It's hard to hard to not see it, like
2: L- L- when it's moving back and forth like that yeah. in the background when the RV yeah. is getting thrown around. How about, like, did LinkedIn tea or fucking, like pay for paid advertisement? <laughs> in Heavy product
0: placement, <laughs> <Like>. maybe.
2: <laughs> um, but
1: I I don't know, like the RV, uh, all that stuff. So I, like, how did it? Because did, did the ghost make the dude kill himself because we never see that you just see that guy by the way that guy was amazing I loved him that uh, the character the, the, of like the groundskeeper like I yeah. wanted to call him groundskeeper Willie the whole time but yeah you know like he was going around I wanted to walk up and say you've got the shitting <laughs> you, know?
0: you know what one funny thing to point out too, is, is in this movie that you know the, we have the main cop guy investigating the the situation and in the credits they they credit his character as Lou Tenant. What for real?
1: They, said they
0: split the word Lieutenant into two separate words, like oh, I
1: thought it was like first. Lou, like L O U, and then Tenant. No, it's like the first
0: four letters of Lieutenant as its own first first name, and then Tenant is like the last name. That's Lieutenant. Fun. Oh,
2: that's so lazy. <laughs> well, that's also really weird, you know? <laughs> it's, so, like, it's so lazy, but so cool at the same time. Well, and I, I Italian production. I was said. gonna say,
0: yeah, I guess Italians who don't really know English that well, so...
2: They're like, Lieutenant.
3: Okay, Lieutenant. Yeah.
0: I mean, it goes back to like, you know, you watch something like Troll 2, it's pretty common knowledge nowadays, but it's like, you know, Claudio Fergasso was very specific about like, these are the way you need to say the lines and you have to say it specifically, you know, these sentences. And it's like, Americans don't talk like this. And it's like, we know how you talk. <laughs> and it's like, uh, so there's stupid stuff that makes no sense because they just they don't have a grasp of the, the English language correctly. And then uh, they misspell shit and.
1: Well, what what harkened back to Troll Two to me was the scene where the I mean the main thing where he was like that that one brother was uh you know what whatever the whatever his name was he actually said his name and everything but he's actually saying the words that that end up going on the ham radio yeah.
2: and that, the way oh, he yeah. said it yeah. and the way he did
1: it made me think of the guy that was like uh they're they're eating somebody
3: they're they're, they're eating they're not gonna eat me! No, oh my
1: god. Yeah, exactly. No. I, I wanted him to say that. I, I wanted him <laughs> to say, "Oh my god!" You know.
0: You know that guy went on to do so, like a cameo in like a Halloween Town film.
1: <laughs> Why not? You know. Wait, does that make him a oh. Disney princess now?
0: I hope. <laughs>
2: If there's any justice in this world. Just is. any justice.
0: Hey, hey, Disney bought Fox. So I, I mean, know. So, the Linnea Wigley
1: is a uh, Disney. I'm going to talk to her about that when I see her this weekend. The
0: Alien Queen is a Disney princess now, and so is Dr. Frankenfurter.
1: But Trash is a Disney princess, because that was actually Fox that has returned, that did Return of the Living Dead. So, there you go. There's a lot of... A lot of Fox properties have Disney princesses yep. now. Yep. You know. Um I don't know. This movie, honestly, I, I didn't hate it, you know, like or anything. Like I didn't think, oh my god, this was so terrible. Like I I think even if I were just watching this on my own, I would have kept going because I just wanna know what the fuck is gonna happen. <laughs> you know, like it's that one of the
2: and I have
0: to point out like what does happen because I love the fact that like whatever's resolved, Henrietta's defeated, all girl on the motorcycle just bolts and ditches the RV, and Martha and her her ham radio dude go back to Boston and then it's just like Martha's like like happily like shopping in like the downtown district and then she's like hey, boyfriend, and then he like just goes across the street and then just gets hit by a bus. Well, no, but she also
1: sees the doll. Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah, but she saw uh, the doll.
0: Yeah. But, but he just gets hit by a bus, though.
1: And, well, I think the doll made it happen. You know, made that happen. That was the point. Maybe, I, yeah, I don't know. I think that was, that was what, what I got from it. You
0: know, randomly, like, idiotic, like, final moment where it's like, haha, you lived, oh, s- psych, that one's dead because he just got hit by a bus because he's a moron and wasn't paying attention when he crossed the street.
2: Well, one of my, f- and he, and he pet- stood there screaming, waiting for it to hit him, like, that <laughs> is yeah. feral with the Zamboni. And- <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's <laughs> one of my biggest pet peeves, is that, and It also happens with the uh, guy at the funeral home who's like getting attacked by the
0: uh, Browns. Willie. he just just just, stands
1: there and just
0: doesn't like do anything.
3: Has a fucking hammer.
0: Run. Well, he lets him him put him in the coffin and he's like, no, no. And he's like, not trying to like climb out.
1: Like, he's not trying to climb out. He's not. I mean, I'm like, is he. you know, a lot of people go, "Well, he's frozen in fear." I'm like, "He's not frozen in fucking fear. Like no, this, he's just, and this, he's
0: just stupid."
1: I know it's just a stupid. Yeah. But no, but it's he because a it's because <laughs> script says he had this has to happen. He has yeah. to get hit by, by, by hammer. He and has and to we know,
0: go... and we know how overly specific these Italian filmmakers are about making sure you do what's on the page. So.
2: And which You're supposed makes- to stand there while the caretaker caretaker's going to grab you in the cemetery. There, Martha, scream three times and throw your hands up before you run away from. Them. Here's
1: the thing, as a filmmaker, yeah. um, so I had I've had scenes where in the script it it's you know says this 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 right, then we get to the location, right, and we realize. This person can run this way, this way, this way. What do we do? We have that happen.
0: Yeah, you, you have, to, you we have, just to, have rework.
1: to rework it, make it happen that way. Because otherwise, it's going to look like that. And I what, hate that. It's just, what, I've
0: always, what I've always heard is, is that you know, there's three different versions of a movie. You have the written version. Then you show up on set and film it. You know, and that that is usually never what's on the page. So you have the, the film version and then you have the edited version, which is usually something completely different again. So
1: <laughs> Yeah, so all of all three versions and, and I agree. Yeah. I just think this movie is it's, just it's a constant
0: metamorphosis. So yep. yep. I would love to see the script of this movie. <laughs> so
2: I would love to see. It. I would love to read a script. This. I I will that. say I don't
0: have it handy, but I do actually own the soundtrack to this film. I have a CD of La Casa Three
3: yeah.
0: the original soundtrack because I, I do I do love some of the music themes in this movie.
2: I, 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 uh, Does Sol- it have the weird tune, the weird lullaby
0: on there? Uh no. <laughs> but it's got that great like that, that main jam. The... <laughs> Hey!
1: Don't be doing that. I don't want to get copyright strikes.
0: <laughs> I probably lost that by now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um. So yeah, I, I don't know. I it, all in all, I think this was actually a a, a fun movie and mm-hmm. bad. Don't get me wrong. It's bad. It's got really terrible dialogue, really <laughs> terrible acting, uh, scenes that make no sense whatsoever. Um, you know, everything we've pretty much said, and that's just—it's it, just. But all in all, this uh, this is a hell of this is not the worst thing we've ever seen. You know, this yeah. is definitely not up there. So. Um, with that being said is there anything we didn't touch on
0: i love the shot of when tina gets cut in half that's my favorite death Is when she she randomly falls and then there just happens to be this giant like guillotine blade hanging from the ceiling that just like falls on her and then you get those hilarious wide shots where it's clearly two different people laying there to like make it look like her body yeah. got split. <laughs>
2: And that hobby horse is like blocking the shop in between the two of them. Exactly. That's, that's actually my favorite. My favorite. Uh, of the film, too. Now,
1: yeah. I actually was kind of disappointed that they didn't do one thing. Uh, what I would do if I were to sort of make a movie like this, which I wouldn't remake this, but I would make a movie, if I were to make a movie like this, you know, or whatever. What I would do is take a... The idea of the the ghost in the house killing everybody, and then they come back as ghosts and start killing people. You know, so it's like a whole thing. If you die, you come back as the ghost, and you're evil. Help, you know, helping kill.
0: So that's more fun. Witch house.
1: Is that like witch house?
0: <laughs> well people die and then they kinda come back as like demons. demons kind of like uh, witch House kind of like a Knight of the Demons homage. So N-
1: night of the Demons, yeah, but it's not I wouldn't say demons, I would say ghosts, you know, like yeah. whatever. But you're you might be right a little close. Maybe if they did a witch house um uh remake, I'd uh I'd be down with that. You know, no witch
0: house remake, we need witch house four. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay,
2: well witch yeah, house four definitely. Witch House. I mean, they've. I mean, a full moon can resurrect all those franchises they've been resurrecting. They, there's, there's life still in the Witch House. I, I, I,
0: I have ready? my own thoughts on that whole situation, but
2: of course you I'm do. Gonna, I'm
0: gonna keep them to myself. I'm gonna keep them private. They're not, they're not ready for air.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh, part four needs to happen. Let's put it that way.
1: I love three. We, we, uh, uh, Cameron, you're on part three with me and John Ward, I
2: believe. Yeah.
1: When yeah. we did that, la- not last year,
2: but this la- year before, I think. I, it's been about a year and a half, yeah.
0: I love all three Witch House movies. I will happily admit that Witch House one is the weaker of them, but three is damn good. It's, it is an inferior film to part two, but three is a damn fun movie. I love the For fact sure. that it's so basic. It's like the log line is literally like, three hot chicks in a beach house being terrorized by a witch and the movie literally has five people in it and one location two locations tops that's it yeah it's like oh, yeah. so simple like the three chicks a boyfriend and the witch that is it <laughs> like
1: i mean it's it's cheap it's easy it's low. But it's david dakota yeah, like that's just simple. Well, that one, that one
0: was, that one was J.R. Bookwalter.
1: Which one are you talking about? Three. 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 I thought there was more than four characters, though.
0: Not in Witch House Three. There's literally Debbie Rochon, Tina Kraus, Tanya Dempsey, Brink as Lilith, and uh, the boyfriend.
1: The boyfriend. Yeah. And that's it. Oh, there's,
0: right? there's literally. There's literally oh, five. Like, there's only five people in that movie, and there are moments in it, too, where, like, uh, in, the I think, the parking garage and in the office scene when, like, Tina's being terrorized by Brink. Those were all shot at the full moon uh, offices.
1: We just had mm. Tina on our show uh, for Indie Film Cafe, you know, mm. and uh, she actually told us that the house that they mm. shot that at, she believes, belonged to somebody from Red Hot Chili Peppers so she doesn't know who but somebody from it so hey you know that's awesome <laughs> you know, good for jr finding uh somebody to to rent out the house like that I Guess that's la for you you know um but um uh so i guess we're probably at that time unless there's is, is there anything else like uh real real quick uh, camera what's your favorite death
2: uh favorite death is uh tina's death the the guillotine death because that that ridiculous shot that dustin's already described you know where two bodies are split up behind the hobby horse it's oh. just it's a it's so out of left field the last thing you expect in this movie is a guillotine to drop it,
1: exactly like you saw the razor you know happen and stuff but yeah like this this My was like that
2: though my favorite character who doesn't get to kill anybody though is Maggie
1: Stellator. <laughs> <laughs> he almost there. he was about to but then they burned oh, a yeah, body. He was
2: that close. He was that close.
1: Which I'm wondering like was this the first time they've ever like burned a body in order to get rid of a a, a ghost? <laughs> Cuz like that's a staple of uh, supernatural. You know, TV show Supernatural. Which mm-hmm. by yeah. the way they have one of the best lines in this movie. I put it on my Facebook because I thought it was hilarious Um, and it was like he was like maybe there's something supernatural happening here and then uh, Paul our our guy our main guy goes I don't know all I know is computers
2: (laughs) he didn't know computers too well (laughs) So, so,
0: so are you saying Supernatural ripped off Ghost House
1: maybe you know, there's I don't I don't know
0: about destroying the body to get rid of a ghost, but at the end of Elm Street 3, the doctor guy puts the holy water on Freddy's bones. Okay. And like destroy him, and it works.
1: So like in you know, was it uh in in, in Supernatural, they take they, they put the fire Onto <laughs> like the ghost bones, you know, or whatever, wherever the ghost is buried, you know, and stuff, mm-hmm. and just incinerate it, and then the ghosts just go,
0: yeah. Oh, you know, uh, to take it back to Ghost uh, Witch House uh, in Witch House 2 Blood Coven, the Angus Westmore and Norman Soderquist characters they actually go get acid to. F- to go back to the bodies, the remains of Lilith and her acolytes, and actually burn, try and burn the bones with the acid to actually destroy them too. There so
1: yeah. So anything, anything can.
0: It does. Which house is life? That's why. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, those—that's a trilogy. I'm surprised you didn't pick one of you know, pick Witch House to. You picked Ghost House <laughs> of all things.
0: I picked. Uh, There's certain titles that you got to watch out because I'll have way too much to say.
1: Airman <laughs> 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 that last
0: night when we were on on his thing because I had a lot to say about last night's. On his so, which one did
1: oh, you guys yeah. do? You guys can talk about now because it's like going to be this is going to be February that of next year that this is out. So
2: oh, this will drop in a couple of weeks, but we were talking about popcorn Which one? Popcorn. Popcorn. Classic. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think we went on for about two and a half hours talking about my- yeah,
0: it was Yeah, it was a long chat. <laughs> I know I had a lot to say about that movie, so...
2: And rightly so, because that movie is an is out-and-out classic. There's no other way to
1: describe that movie. That movie yeah. Really- we just did uh, Cutting Class for um, 80s horror films, so... You know, I, I could have picked popcorn, but I picked... Uh, Cutting class, because you know, yeah. not many people talk about it.
0: Cutting class is one that's always had a very special place in my heart too, as far as like slasher movies go. Uh, when
1: did, I you about, a, uh, did you just have a crush on uh, uh Brad Pitt when you were watching it?
0: Not really. Really? <laughs> nah. I
2: will. I will admit to having a crush on Jill Soloway. I, I did. No, I, no qualms about admitting that. Me too. Me too. But
0: Roddy Roddy McDowell had a crush on Jill Shawn too. It's true.
3: You,
0: <laughs> you, too can, you can believe he had a crush on her, but uh, but I I I remember when that movie came out on DVD or on Blu-ray. I about had a heart attack when that announcement actually came out, and I actually bought and have displayed in my movie room the five different because Vinegar did a thing where you could get five different slip covers for it each one designed by a different artist that uh exemplified a different death than the film
1: wow i don't think and i have I any <laughs> uh slip covers from it.
0: i got all five slip covers and i have them displayed in my movie room
1: awesome i think that
0: movie is actually kind of like it's not a perfect movie you know but it's it is it is a f- damn good film in my opinion not jill's but it's is in my opinion.
1: <laughs> oh, Jill doesn't like it as much? Oh. I interviewed her a while back, but I don't re- like, you know, it's been so long since I've, re- you know, done so many interviews since then. It's hard yeah. to remember.
0: She was, she was at Tampa Bay Screams a few years back with me, and but I didn't really get a chance to talk to her. So.
1: Well, all right. So we are at that time exactly now. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna basically tell you guys about the stinkometer, which uh, Paul normally like uh, you know explains everything. But when he's not around, I have to do it. And uh, I, I'm wondering, is this the first time you two have been on this show together, or was there one mm-hmm. other one that you? Guys I believe did? so. Yes, I think so.
0: I know. At I was for Indie
1: Film been. Cafe.
0: I know I've been on with John Ward. Yeah, both of
1: you guys have been on with John, but... but...
0: But not Cameron.
1: Okay. All right, well, Cameron and Dustin both know about this, but the audience that might be checking this out for the first time may be unfamiliar. We have a synchometer system. Basically, it's a one to ten rating system where one is really, really good, and ten is a big pile of steel. And uh, and anything in the middle, like could be like 0. 0.5, like uh, five point five, six point five, whatever. If you if you can't decide necessarily between one or the other, um, you can uh, pick one of those. Then at the end of the uh, at the end uh, of the season, we'll tally them all up. And see which ones have been the stinkiest. And trust me, this is already this is this season just started. You know because you know we uh, just started doing it in September, and this is October. You know it's uh, it's new, and uh, we have we haven't had a terrible like start. You know like it hasn't Mm -hmm. been that stinky. Season five was way stinkier than season six so far. You know, so we'll see. We'll see. I'm sure Paul can up that up that. Um, I've been I've been very good at trying to find movies that I really enjoy and really want to share and, and pick people who really want to share their movies. So that being said, uh, who wants to go first? Give their rating. Uh, oh, are you saying Cameron? Cameron? Yeah,
0: Cameron
2: should
0: make go. Make me go. Yeah, Cameron should go yeah. first.
2: All right, so uh, one's the best, ten's the worst. Um, I got to say this one is middle of the road. I have to give it a close to middle of the road. I'm going to give it a four. going to give it a four? I think I'm, yeah, I'm going to give it a four. I, I think it's pretty good. It's it's just a crazy film. You have to know what you're in for. You know, it, it's a crazy film. It's a fun film. It's not a great film, but it is a really good And so I got to give it a four. My, okay. So sort of mildly
1: stinky. Okay, yeah, that's fair.
2: What What about you, Dustin?
0: So, uh, remind uh, me of the stinkometer again.
1: Okay, so I think uh, I think you're frozen, real quick. So, okay, there you are. Um, so uh, basically, the stinkometer is one to ten, one being <laughs> really good intent being like stinky (laughs) bad, you know kind of thing
0: okay so so for me i would give it like like a 2.5 i actually i really love i really love this movie i really do (laughs) i think it's hilariously fun it's really stupid that the acting is hilarious uh I love the I love the little girl on her ugly ass doll. Like I love the music. <laughs> like I said, it, it feels like a it feels like a really weird, creepy fucking dream that like it sticks with you. So
1: well, I, I'm sorry guys, I've gotta be that person. You normally call this person.
0: Go ahead and move the score down.
1: So yeah, or up or whatever you want to call yeah, it. I uh, I'd have to say eight, you know, um, and Aww. and I know that's gonna that's gonna seem really weird considering you Aww. guys really seem to like it. Um, I just I, I think it's a great movie. I'm not gonna lie, like this is a really fun movie. I really enjoy this. I will watch this again, you know, probably with other people this time. Uh, I for a first time watch I mean maybe later when I see it a few more times my 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 score may change you know uh but right now I'm going to have to go with 8 because it is like there are some really bad acting in this movie mm-hmm. like and there's some really terrible dialogue like when the two the two main couple is just arguing but like it just feels so Fake and weird. You know, like they're arguing at one point, and she's like, I'm going to go in the other room. You know, doesn't, right? I'm like, Doesn't
0: sound like natural Bostonians to you. No.
2: Just like <laughs> anything natural, period. We're going out to the car and the
0: yacht. Yeah, you, you don't think that that's exactly how Mark Wahlberg and his wife sound like when they're arguing? Uh, well,
2: I've, I've got money on that. I got five bucks in my pocket right now five bucks <laughs> that, that uh, Pepe stole. I, got, I <laughs> took shit. I got
1: that shit. You stole it there. with your skeleton hand. Um,
3: yeah, my <laughs> skeleton hand.
0: <laughs> you should believe in ghosts.
1: You should believe in ghosts. <laughs> Which makes no my sense name. because then he goes into the house. And, yeah. and she, she should have said there's ghosts in there. And he'd be like, oh, hey, I believe in ghosts. I'm going <laughs> <born." laughs> <laughs> you know, like whatever. Anyway, I honestly, it was, it was a cute little movie. I liked it. I really had a good time. But it's, you gotta gotta admit, guys, it's pretty. It's got some pretty big stink <laughs> in it. It's got some pretty bad stuff. But the thing is, here's the thing, Dustin. You love stinky movies. I
0: like, do. I, yeah. So
1: to you, to. a stinky movie isn't a stinky movie. It's a
2: good movie to you.
0: Yeah. Um, I love
2: it. See, I rate a stinky movie by by how much fun I have watching it. If I'm bored, if I'm not having a good time, that's what I consider stinky. That's why, right. like some of the some points in this were just, you know, it, it was off. That's why I kind of gave it a mild, you know, fours. Not exactly the stinkiest, but it's not the best. But I, I still had a lot of fun watching it, and mm. I'll. I'll you know, I'm probably going to have to get this on Blu-ray at, at some point because mm-hmm. I feel like I've slept on it for 25 years. Um, actually, <laughs> if I fun. see it
1: out and about or on eBay or something for for a good amount, you know, I'll, I'll probably get it too.
0: Yeah, you got to get it with its uh, – I forget which one. It's paired with Scream Factory had done it on Blu-ray with one of its sequels.
1: What? Like Evil okay. Dead 4?
0: Uh, I believe it was either it it was either Witchery or uh Beyond Darkness was on the disc with it.
1: Let's Microsoft find four and out Microsoft Five. Yeah. Oh, it's Ghost House Witchery Blu-ray.
0: There you go. So you get Only part
1: fifteen bucks.
0: Part three and four, and Witchery is a is a fascinating little view too with Linda Blair and the Hoff. <laughs> oh,
1: hey, don't man. hassle the Hoff, no. Yeah, Linda Blair and David Hasselhoff. That and, sounds and, like a...
0: and a nice little witch movie with a with a big dose of The Exorcist ripoff.
1: <laughs> do in... Does it have special features at all or no?
0: No, I believe they're film and trailer only. But they look incredible, though. Okay, so, so opposed... it's
1: always a bummer when they don't have those special features. Like yeah. you know, could you imagine the director giving commentary? You know. yeah. I, feel
0: like, I feel like Scream Factory had done Beyond Darkness, aka La Casa 5 as well, but I feel like that one did actually get re-released from Severin a while back, Beyond Darkness, and it actually did end up having some features on it, I believe. Beyond Darkness is also notable, too, because it stars uh, the sun in it as Michael Stevenson from Troll 2.
1: Nice. So... Before he went off to be a big-time fucking documentary guy with uh, Best First exactly. Movie. Exactly. Exactly. Love, I love that documentary, by the way. It's just one of the, one of the best. Uh, we're, we're hopefully going to be doing a documentary, and by the time this comes out, it might already be out or something, but we're doing a documentary review show you know which is interesting because i don't think there's ever really been that you know but like paul wants to review documentaries and talk about you know why we like them and and stuff and what what what's enjoyable about them but uh i really if if that's the case i really want to put try to get best worst movie in there because you know one of my favorites you know still is um, well thank you guys this has been awesome and yeah, been uh, fun, dustin for your, for your first time doing this what'd you, think?
3: what'd you
0: think yeah pretty fun i enjoyed it
1: last month we had jackie hall doing shark exorcist so thank Was god you a weren't a part of, part of, of guys weren't part uh, of that
0: yeah praise jesus i wasn't part of that because that had been like a 12
1: twelve minute movie or twelve minutes? No, like a
0: no, like a twelve on the stinkometer.
1: It was funny. It was one I of the It's one of the ones that got a ten plus and Paul got really disappointed because A he wasn't there, right? And I think he would have tried to argue that it's not a ten plus. But I'm like, Paul, you don't even want to watch it again.
0: It's a god awful movie. <laughs>
1: like, if you don't want to watch a movie again, then how is it like not a ten plus, god. you know?
0: God awful i would be i would be lucky to never have to watch it again in my entire fucking
2: life the only oh, other did I, movie. Did I forget to tell you dustin that's what we're covering next uh, for next appreciation month *Park exorcist <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna have eight i am I'm gonna be, be out sick. Movie. <laughs> he's out
1: sick already he's that bad. whole
0: week <laughs> that whole
1: month <laughs>
0: Uh, I'll, be, I'll be sidestepping the Donald Farmer Appreciation Month. So. <laughs> oh, <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: thought it would be a Shark Appreciation Month, but I guess... Uh, Donald or, or that. <laughs> oh,
2: no, I just, I just, I don't know what the next... Or Exorcist
1: month Appreciation be. Month. It could be almost anything with Shark <laughs> You know, Sharks, Exorcist, Donald Farmer...
2: You know, um, Amityville
0: spinoffs. I mean, you know, you could
2: do that, yeah. There you go. <laughs> All Ooh, right, well, something, I, I want to be on
0: there for the Amityville vibrator one. Oh, dude,
2: that's the best Amityville spinoff. Nathan Rumber made a class
0: that, that is awesome. hands down, hands down, one of the absolute best Amityville knockoffs, if not the best. So, <laughs>
1: hands up is when uh, you're holding a vibrator
0: Um, oh oh lord i
1: i you know what uh thank god people are making movies period you know like we're getting this surplus of films and content and most of it goes to tubi so this movie is available on tubi uh as of now you know which is in october of 2022 so Mm -hmm. february 2023 i don't know you can't predict the future because 2b movies come and go you know weirdly enough you just never know uh with the rights or whatever but I'm pretty sure you know this should have been called the house of the cemetery 2 you know house mm-hmm. by the cemetery
3: 2 but
2: it, would have, made more sense. it I, would have made more
3: sense
2: I mean just maybe,
1: the title would not made more sense but. or ghost house by the cemetery <laughs> until dustin makes that movie.
0: I, you know, just just because of the circumstances regarding this movie and its inevitable future, I should make that movie. So, um,
2: I tell you what, sir, if you direct it, I'll write it. Yeah.
0: There you go. See, it's a, it's a years old. Bam! Off.
1: Indie okay. Film Cafe producing,
0: <laughs>
1: you know, movies, you content, the user in motion. Yes, we. Oh, trust me, we've got so many ideas. We just throw out there, and then. They, <laughs> End up ideas that for potential movies that probably will never happen. Sadly, I, yeah. Well,
0: I'm I'm ready to make movies. I I I'm not into bullshitting around and like talking about stuff when it comes to that kind of stuff. My I've said before. I'm like my my filmmaking mentality is is like just say fuck it and do it. I'm like let's just go, let's go, <laughs> like, let's make it. Like I don't care. <laughs>
1: There you go. You can make ghost uh, go, uh, ghost, uh, ghost house by the cemetery. Ghost house by the cemetery. Just find a, c- a house by a cemetery, or could, even you don't even need like them to be in make the it, same location.
0: I could make it legally distinct and call it like Spook House by the Graveyard.
2: Mm-hmm. There you go. There you go. I like that. That's a good I one. like it, but I.
1: Mm, all right. All right. I'm down. I'll watch I I'll watch. I'll watch I do, I direct
0: Spook House by the graveyard. Cameron, you direct Ghost House by the cemetery. Alright,
1: here you go. So there's like, <laughs> is there a trilogy? Are you going to get somebody else to come in five, on? Like
2: part 6 and Part 7. La Casa. Yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is there a part? There's not a Part 6 and Part 7 of La Casa, right? No, oh, no, no, we're, we're going to
0: make them. No, no,
3: we're going to make them. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We're starting to sound like someone remaining unnamed.
1: Okay. All right. Let's let's stop this. All right. Moody,
0: anyway. go, go ahead. Go ahead and just make zombie nine.
1: Zombie nine. Oh lord. Oh okay. no! Or don't! Or don't! Don't! Please don't! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys so much. This has been awesome. Uh a lot you of fun, got, man.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm sure
1: you guys will be back this season, but for more stuff, we got we've got plenty of. Plenty of movies for the rest of the season coming. So, um, but everybody else, uh, join us next week. I think is another Paul movie. So uh, I can't say what it is, but I, I I don't know what it is yet. But I know who the director is. But I can't say anything. That I don't. We don't like to give out any information until it happens. Not not because well. Because of two reasons. One reason is because things might change. And mm-hmm. then, you know, right? Like well, if we haven't recorded it, how do we know? Right? Um, and and two, to keep everybody in suspense. Because it's gonna be another week, you know. So yeah. you know, we like to let people know. We don't like to let them know ahead of time. We don't like to let uh, them know ahead of time. But there you go. All yep. right. Well, thank you guys so much. Hope you guys enjoyed it. I uh, hope everybody out there uh, enjoyed this as well. Uh, join us next week. Until then, bye, everybody. Bye. See us